We are Artist Uprising. We have started a movement. Call it a revival for arts and entertainment. Call it a renaissance or united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Artist Uprising podcast. I'm your host, Ketch Smith. We are bringing you another one of our top 25 creatives in Dallas, Michael Shellis. Michael is an artist here in Dallas and is incredibly talented. His art has been featured all over the world, from Dallas to London to New York. He is incredibly talented. If you have not seen his work, you need to go to his Instagram, Michael Shellis Creations, and check out everything there. He is a phenomenal artist. I love all of his work. In this episode, we talk about how he got into art, how long he's been doing it, how he got comfortable pricing his work for the price he felt like it was worth. We talked about exciting things he was working on. We talked about his dreams and goals and the hardest part about being an artist and everything that comes along with that. We, he just shared his story and he was brutally honest and talked about everything that he's been through and it was a really great time and I just really enjoyed hanging out with him. I've known him for a while now and it's just so cool to watch his art grow and, and his platform grow. So it was such a great time. So thank you so much for listening. Here is my conversation with Michael Shellis. Well, Michael, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, it's nice seeing you again. Like, I haven't seen you in... I know. I, I don't remember when it was. a year, right? Yeah. 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 yeah last so. time I, I had a great chat with you last time. Yeah. 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 And lots, lots happened since then. <laughs> yeah, so we have for new sure. stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. So you are an artist here in Dallas. Yes. You live in Grapevine area, mm-hmm. right? Um, what, how would you... Like, if someone asks you, what do you do? What do you tell them? Um, a year ago, I would have said I'm an artist. Okay. Today, I'll, I'll say I'm an artist, but I'm I more of say I'm professionally creative. Okay. Um, so now that means I, I've gotten hired on a few commercial projects that aren't necessarily me painting, but me coming up with creative ways to make them stand out. Yeah. Um, that could be an installation. That could be painting. That could be uh, an idea that kind of gets the mass public's attention. Yeah, it's kind of here and there. So, yeah, but mo- mostly painting. Mostly painting. Um, I'm getting into sculpting, actually. Really? Yes. And so, maybe I said that prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, or maybe you said it, and now you're you're held accountable to it. Right. Our words create our future. Right. <laughs> right. I need to. Uh, no. So I, I actually am getting into sculpting, but this this first sculpture I'm doing, I wouldn't really call it sculpture. So yeah. I don't know if I can say it on this because it's such a good idea. Somebody might steal. Yeah, don't say it. No, it's we'll we'll talk about it off off recording. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's gonna change your art world. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be amazing. I believe it. Immersive art. That's what I'm gonna say. I believe you're it. You're gonna be 100 percent in art. Yeah. Physically, not like put these goggles on. Right. So you're gonna stand in it and wow. 360 everywhere. Dude, I'm pumped. It's That's just crazy. Like, I'm yeah. guessing. I'm guessing building it. So yeah. There's no like. There's no plans. There's no. CAD drawings. I'm yeah. just like, I think this will work. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how long have you been doing art? Like making money, paying your bills? Professionally. Professionally. So I have been making money. I've been full-time. I've been a full-time artist for the last six years. Wow. Um, yeah. And that that's a very fluid word, full-time artist. Mm-hmm. Um 
I don't know how I, I'm not like I'm not selling my pieces for a hundred grand a piece yet. Yeah. Um, but I'm selling them for for a good amount of money per piece that I'll have to do is sell one or two pieces a month to kind of cover my monthly yeah. nut and then yeah. um, everything else I I sell outside of that I invest some money or I um, just sit on it for yeah. the, for the good times. So do you have like a like on your Instagram? You're in a garage. Are you in a garage? Like yeah. where, where are you painting at? So three years ago, and this is this is. Um, I lived with, I didn't go to college. I lived with my parents till I was 24. Okay. I was very uncool for a long time. <laughs> um, and I got a lot of crap from my friends. And uh, I was just, you know, it's about like staying on your own path, I yeah, think. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is lighthearted crap. It wasn't real mean stuff. But um, I just, I knew that I didn't want to, I didn't want to rent and I didn't want to, I'm not a good neighbor. I won't be a good neighbor and I won't be, a, I couldn't live in an apartment. I yeah. Have, a drum set, a grand piano, <laughs> like seven good guitars, three basses. Yeah. Uh, about 100, 130 pieces of art that literally are like, like I'm on a TLC uh, hoarding show right now yeah. with art. My hallways <laughs> are like, I'm trying to squeeze through right. to get into my garage now. So I lived with my parents for so long that I was able to save up a good down payment uh, to buy a house. And that was always my thing is I've always wanted to be able to look at a wall and think, mm, I want to tear it down yeah. and go for it. Yeah. Not have to, oh, well, I can't, or I have to ask the landlord right. if I can get paint on the walls. I've always wanted a room that I can just close my eyes and throw paint, and there's no And see what happens, yeah. 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 Um, so that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, three years ago, I bought a house, and I was planning on making a, building a studio in the back. Okay. Um, I got the... Took me forever to get it approved uh, uh-huh. with the city of Grapevine. I finally got the the design approved. It was going to be a really cool, like modern building. Um, and then when push came to shove, it was going to be like twenty two grand to build it, which is fine and dandy. But when I don't have a salary, it's like yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd rather yeah. this in security <laughs> than just like a sexy building in the back of my house. Yeah. Um, so I decided to work out of my garage and do the responsible thing and save it. And, yeah. Um, haven't looked back since. Now, I will say I'm grossly outgrowing my, my garage. Really? Um, I have a piece, the, the immersive piece of art. Literally, is too big. It won't even stand up in there. So it's permanently outside yeah. until it rains, and then I throw it on, a, on two skateboards and roll it in the garage. <laughs> uh, I think I'm in the good old times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I, I can't wait to look back whenever I have, like, a factory of artists right. working for me and stuff. Um, and think, oh man, I want to be back in my garage when I had to like hustle yeah. and you know, throw this huge <laughs> right. installation piece on skateboards. Didn't have enough room. And Dude, the other day I woke up at 3 a.m. and it was like like heaven was coming down. Yeah, it was raining so bad. Yeah, and the first thing that hit my mind was, <gasps> it's outside. <laughs> Dude, I in my underwear ran outside. It was freezing because it was kind of still winter, not winter, uh-huh. but it wasn't summer for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was freezing. It was lightning. And it's like one of those things. It was like such an epic scene of like what I was visualizing. Yeah. That, you know, I was looking around. Literally, there's <laughs> lightning like happening all around my house. And I'm like yanking this entire. It's 10 foot tall. Yeah. 10 foot tall by 4 foot wide by 4 foot deep. Like it's a monster. Yeah. And it's heavy. Yeah. So I yank <laughs> it down. And I'm just like. <laughs> I ripped my garage door open. And I looked at it for like 10 seconds. Not three seconds. And I just remember thinking suck it up and just yeah. walked into the rain I was like <gasps> just oh my gosh like yelling in the middle yeah. of the night but it was fun I got in bed and I was like I'm gonna remember that for the rest of my life yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that that's was so uh, cool. That's the the good old times stories, yeah. but I'm I'm in it right now. Yeah, so. yeah. So you're just is. like, I mean, you're painting all the time. So like, you just you paint something and then like take it down and yeah. store it in your house. So yeah. So that's kind of the yeah. the the good problem I'm running into yeah. is I, I buy rolls of canvas, so I don't just buy like one. Gotcha. I used to buy canvases, but it's so expensive to buy them pre-made yeah. that I ended up just building all my own. Yeah. Basically now, instead of um, instead of having, well, because I've run out of room, yeah. instead of stretching all of them, I will finish a painting, I staple it onto my wall, mm. um, paint it, and then roll it up, and put it away, and do another one, yeah. roll it up, put it away. For what yet? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about... Well, I'm not thinking. I'm definitely planning a show. Yeah. Um, my own solo show. I've, I've done one. I did one two years ago, and then I did three prior to that. Um, wow. I don't really do, like, joint shows. I'm selfish. Um, yeah, no. Do your <laughs> and, thing, yeah. Uh, and I put, I put a good amount of money into it to... Because I don't want it to just be, like this art reception. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. I want it to be a party that art's at. And yeah. everybody is going to be like, oh my God, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. So this one, um, currently looking around for studio space, uh, not studio, but just gallery space, uh-huh. I guess. But it needs to have a lot of square footage yeah. and a lot of walls in it. And I don't want to go to a gallery, like an art gallery. Yeah, Because yeah. they're going to want a percentage of my entire right. life's work for yeah. one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm kind of just grabbing it by the throat and making it happen. Yeah. But it's going to be sick. It's yeah. gonna. I'm going to have, um, so this whole, like, immersive or interactive art uh-huh. that's happening everywhere in, you know, the, the country, super cool. Like the Sweet Tooth Hotel, like yes. in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that. I'm doing a room. I'm doing three different rooms. Um, Dang, that's cool. I'm going to build it all myself, and, but I'm going to make these rooms collapsible. And so whenever we are done with the show, I'm going to put it up in trailers, and then I'm just going to start popping them up around Dallas for like a day, just yeah. kind of standing next to it, um, just just because. Yeah. It would be really cool to like yeah. have in the middle of the Dallas, <laughs> like Cloud Warm Park so cool. area, yeah. like that sort of stuff. I love that. I love that you just like, I had this idea, I'm going to do it. I don't know if it's going to work out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know... If yeah. people are going to see it or like it, but I'm just going to do it because I want to do it. Dude, I watched Field of Dreams so Dude. many times when I was young. <laughs> it's like, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah. um, That's so cool. But yeah, that yeah. Came, I think that came from really just me uh, being sick and tired. I went through a season yeah. of uh, knocking doors for uh, on galleries and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I got a lot of no's. I got a lot of like snooty noses up in the air, and uh-huh. I was like, "Who are you? Yeah, what?" And maybe this is the wrong like, way to think, but maybe it's not. I don't care. Um, I've always been raised with this like overwhelming amount of confidence yeah. of of who I am, and you know my the lineage of my family, yada yeah. yada yada. Yeah. So the 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 noses up at me mm-hmm. just drove, gave me drive. Right. You yeah. Know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Watch in two yeah. or three years, you're gonna come begging. Right, and you're gonna want my art hanging in your house. Yeah, and yeah. it's happened a few times with the galleries that said no. They'll yeah. come in and be like, "Oh well, I'm like, mm, mm. I don't need you now. Yeah. Like, you could have, but right. Um, yeah, it's it's really just like all the rejection in my life has fueled it. Yeah, um, to kind of prove that one, I didn't, I don't need college. Two, yeah. I don't need your help unless right. unless you're willing to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't absolutely. mean it in like an offensive, offended way, but yeah. More of just a watch and see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's and it's, awesome. And it's, yeah. it's more fun that way. I think, yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you've been doing art since, like, you can I've been remember? Painting, like, I've been painting since I was um, 
When I was six years old, my uncle got me a Bob Ross art kit. Okay. Yeah, I was six. Um, and that was the first time I remember, like, sitting down at a canvas, and um, I watched the video on VHS, and I remember I painted it completely different on purpose because I was like, oh, everybody's going to do this. Like, yeah. where, whoever got sold this VHS set mm-hmm. is going to try and paint the same painting. So yeah. I painted it backwards, and I was like, this is mine. And I still have that painting, too. Really? Yeah. Um, and uh, that was the first time I remember painting. And ever since then, I've always had a, uh, like a studio. Weird. Yeah. And, 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 and by studio, I mean like corner of my room. Right. Um, then my parents. A designated space for yeah, you to Exactly, work. yeah. Um, my parents are super cool. They've always let me draw on the walls, literally. Um, yeah. They've always let me kind of just... They've, they've facilitated creativity, probably is the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, my dad let me play with the electrical tools. <laughs> That's cool. Um, like stuff like that. Yeah. And I can, in high school, I had the game room as my bedroom. And the first half of the game room was a complete art studio. And even then, I had like hundreds of canvases just yeah. stacked on the walls. I wasn't showing anywhere. I was just right. painting them. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind, of the, uh, kind of where I yeah. started. And you've been doing like, so like you, you paint, you draw, you, do, do you, you spray paint, right? I do. Yeah, you I, do. Well, I, uh, <clears throat> I didn't use the graffiti. No, I'm kidding. I yeah. I, uh, I got my my uh, my start in graffiti. I would say my my when art really started for yeah. me was me and my friend Alex. We went uh, graffitiing a lot in high school. Yeah. The second, we turned 16 and got our own license. Yeah. And uh, one time we almost got caught, and it spooked me to any. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I don't want <laughs> to. I, yeah. oh, I don't want to go to jail. And like at that yeah. time, I was watching like Locked Up Abroad, and I was like, that's what's gonna happen to me if I get caught by the Highland Village Police. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of where I got my roots was the graffiti thing. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I got spooked and started putting it on canvas. And that's uh. That's really where it was. Yeah. I'm a musician as well, so yeah. that's a huge part of my life. Um, I'm making a, an album or an EP or whatever you want to call it, yeah. but I'm not releasing it until I'm completely happy with it. Yeah. Um, no, so actually, cool. this is the first time I've ever even said it publicly. Really? Yeah, seriously. Like, never on my Instagram. Yeah. You've seen on my Instagram, yeah. I'm, like, messing around with instruments, yeah. but <laughs> no, I'm, like, working on, like, a catalog of songs. Yeah. And, like a, and you've played for, like, Joel and stuff. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know Joel. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, yeah. Joel's the guy I showed you his tattoos. No way. That's Joel. Dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Joel? <laughs> Joel Villagram. Yes. Um, he is an amazing, amazing artist. Yeah, he's, he is. Oh, my gosh. And he's got art all over his body. It's the For coolest sure. thing. Yes. I wish I had that pain tolerance. Dude. Um, but, yeah, so the music yeah. thing is happening. Um, it's not my bread and butter, so I'm not pushing it yeah. Um, yeah. until it's ready. And then when it's ready, it's just going to be a passion project. Yeah, so. that's so cool. Yeah. What's been, like, a big success in your um, career since you've been a professional artist? What's been, like, a, bi- a thing that's kind of stuck out to you, like, oh, yeah, it's working? or right, like Good question. Um, hmm. I would say... So there was a there was a time in my career, right whenever I first bought my house, about three years ago, mm-hmm. that it really came to you know like oh crap this is real life. Yeah. I, had to, <laughs> I was making money at my parents' house, living at home, not having any overhead. Yeah. Sorry, and um, and that was really the like that was it. I just kept making money. It was great. Yeah. I didn't realize like once I 
once I bought a house, all that money gets pulled out of my bank account every month. And yeah. then I have to go make it again every month. Wow, that was a, it took some growing into. Yeah. And that kind of made me realize like, okay, I can't be done with my money. Mm-hmm. I have to keep, I have to keep what I make today for the, for, because I might not make it tomorrow. Right. Um, now I'm not living in fear, but there is power in, in preparation, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, now that, the, the biggest, I think, pinnacle of my, of my career was when I started selling pieces for like, like good, good money. Yeah. Um, yeah. I sold my first, I sold a piece for like 22 grand once and I was like, how did you Whoa. know, how did you know to sell it for that much? Well, okay. That's, oh, it's like, you're a really good interviewer. These are great like, questions. Okay. So I had a, uh, there's this lady in Dallas named okay. Jan Miller. Okay. Um, she is, she started me, her and Jeff Rich, her and her husband. Okay. Um, she owns Dupree Miller, and they're like this amazing literary agency. Yeah. Um, and she saw one of my pieces and said, oh, my gosh, it's, you know, she loved it. Yeah. Um, I donated to her charity called Best Buddies. Okay. Uh, amazing, amazing charity. Google that. And um, that kind of started everything was we started raising money at auction, and then through that, people started... Um, you know, I'd have I'd have a piece in somebody's house, and then they would have friends over, and they say, "Who is that?" And then yeah. they'd give them my number, and then I get a random call, stuff like that. But yeah. to be honest, before Jan, I was selling my pieces for like two hundred bucks, yeah. three hundred bucks. I didn't have any value in it, and I kind of thought that I'd be cheating people if I charged more. Um, right? She's she is um, she's very good at making people realize their worth. I think. And she said, no, no, darling. Now it's worth $1,500. And, wow. uh, and that was yeah. like almost five years ago. And they, I think we raised, one night we raised like seventy-four grand um, in just for this charity. Uh-huh. And, it, and that was over multiple pieces. That wasn't just one yeah. yet. But uh, that, that was over several of your pieces. Yeah. Okay, um, wow. Yeah, and I think it was five or six pieces. Anyways, <laughs> um, that was the first time that I was like, okay. Okay, now I can. Now I don't feel bad about charging that right. because somebody else paid it, and once somebody pays, that's what's weird about the art business. And, yeah, and to tell the complete truth, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a. <laughs> there's not set set prices, but there is a minimum. Yeah. Um, and it and it kind of just is like, well, how long is this piece going to take me? How how big is it? How right. much like. I hand deliver every piece, so I have to like work in delivery costs and like, right. stuff like that. Yeah, I saw that. Like you went to um, Clarendon or tor- that I, way. I went to I went to Abilene. Abilene I went yeah. to Kingsland, Texas. I went to that's so cr- why do you why do you Denver. hand deliver? It? Um, it's just personal to me. Like it's yeah. something that I've been working on and with my hands for months and months right. and months. So when they do, they call you and say, "Hey, I want this specific piece," or they're like, "Hey, we want you to create something for this home." There's a lot of different okay people. So um, I have a great client in. So that she actually owns a bar in Abilene. Okay. And then her boyfriend and her have a house in um, Kingsland, Texas. Okay. Which is like Central Texas, and they. They're awesome because the best time in my life as an artist is when somebody says, we don't care what you do, go for it. I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. And to me, that's when like the magic happens and things are actually like, this is actually one of my favorite pieces. Yeah. Um, I also work a lot with people's like, oh, I really don't like turquoise. Um, I want it to have a you know butterfly in it. Or here's a picture of my husband and I. I want it. And I want a portrait. Yeah. So I kind of work all over. Um, I think I'm getting pretty close to not taking commissions anymore and just going for it myself. Yeah. yeah. Those are selling a lot more than commissions, but commissions also pay the bills from time yeah. to time. So, right. 
Um, I don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of figuring it out. That's but, crazy. Yeah, there's. I'm going up to New York next. Yeah, next week to deliver a piece, and I'm doing a lot of painting. Like, up are there. you how, are you driving up there or like? No, no, no. I fly? I ship it and then ship it to somewhere that I can just I just go pick it up. Yeah, just call people and yeah. say, hey, can I do this? Or a lot of times they'll have like a receiving hub that I can yeah. leave it in and it's, it'll be safe. Um, then I go pick it up, rent a truck or whatever I need to do, mm-hmm. and drive it over and hang it and all that. That's so cool. So that's a I think that's a big thing because it it to me it creates a client. And not a customer. Mm-hmm. A customer buys once. Yeah. A client buys multiple, right. multiple times for yeah. a lifetime. Um, so yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and I had this, so the people in Kingsland gave me basically their entire house and a few in Frisco too, actually. Wow. And said, "Go for it." More or less, here's a blank check, and we just want you to have fun in this house. I was like, "Okay." So I did seven pieces. That. She wow. she has I think five pieces in Abilene. Um, I think they want me to do like two more. I got a call from them two nights ago. I'm like, that's amazing. These are my favorite people yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, so cool. As, uh, apart from the money thing, yeah. they, are, they are letting me grow as an artist in ways that they don't even know um, yeah. because I'm just getting to just go for it yeah. and be paid to just go for it, right. not with any limitations, right. which is awesome. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What's been, can you think of a time where you like completely like, botched like you failed yes like, and i'd paint over them really yeah that happens like once a morning really <laughs> not literally but there's a lot of paintings where i will do it and i'll think it's really good yeah and then i'll come back in a day or two or a month or two um the other day so i have most of my paintings hanging in my house too uh-huh. i walked by a painting that has been done for like three years i was like wow oh, i hate this and painted over really? it yeah because it's not necessarily like oh it's not done it's more of um I don't want this going out into the world with my name on it. And, right. then, you know, and you don't like countless it. Countless people are going to judge me off of this. <laughs> right, exactly. Even when I'm dead, you know? So, right. yeah. um, that's my biggest thing is everything I put out in this world, I want to be proud of. Yeah. And so, that's why I paint over them. And I won't, and I don't give deadlines either. That's a big thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Some people are like, I need it in two weeks. Well, nope. you can have it in two weeks, but price is going to triple because I have yeah. to push everybody back. Everybody, right. like, I think I have a, yeah, it was 16. It was 14 pieces right now that are, like, backed up, commissioned, uh-huh. uh, 50% down, and everybody's waiting on them, which is fine. It's not, like, I'm not stressed about it, yeah. but there also is, like, I need to get them done. Right. So when somebody, that does happen, oh, my husband's birthday's in two weeks, and I want it by then. Okay. And then that's happened once where I didn't have it done, and they totally understand. Yeah. Um, I send yeah. them a picture and say, hey, show this to your husband or your wife or whoever, and... Tell them what you got them, but tell them it might be a week. Right, it might yeah. be six more months. Yeah. Um, I actually did a piece the other day. It was a Tiger Woods piece that was oh, yeah. commissioned a year and a half ago. Seriously? Yeah. And it was the guy who kind of started getting like, come on, where's my piece? Yeah. Uh, he would start commenting like, Tiger. <laughs> the Tiger emoji. Yeah. And I was like, hey, it's coming. Don't worry. I just yeah. like, if you, if you want me to like drop everything else and go for it, you're probably going to hate the painting. Yeah. If you want me to, if you want to like your painting, my thing is, so many people don't understand art takes time. Yeah. Um, now, house decorations don't take any time. Right. But if you want art, that might take time. Yeah. Um, in the same breath, I have a awesome new client in. A, he's a developer in Dallas, okay. and he is building these super super awesome uh, flats called Maple and Motor. Just go check them out. They're gonna be the coolest flats in Dallas. 
Um, but right now he has a beautiful Frank Lord Wright's apprentice, if anybody knows who that is, um, designed this house. And he bought it kind of halfway done because mm-hmm. the other guy lost funding, redid it, and made it shine. And he walked in, I walked in as a, con- you know, in a consultation with him and his wife, and they asked me the sexiest question any artist can be asked, uh-huh. which wall do you want? And I was like, that one. That's the one I saw <laughs> yeah. when I walk in. That's yeah. the one I want. So I didn't give him a deadline, and um, the uh, it took me a week and a half, and it was sixteen. It was eight foot by six foot. Wow! Um, so it was huge. That's amazing. And that was like, it was kind of just like a conscious flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I would wake up and just go at it. Like yeah. there was no pondering. It was just like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I finished. And I was like, this is it. I'm done. Epoxy it. Deliver it. That is, and then that honestly is probably one of my favorite pieces. Yeah, um, and it took a week and a half. Yeah, and some of them take a year. Some of them yeah. take a year and a half for like a simple Tiger Woods painting. Right, but I don't know. This one just really uh, came out of me. Yeah, it was fun. That's so cool. Yeah, what inspires you? Like, what like is it the idea of creating something new and not like hmm. not knowing what you're going to create or yeah. like. So kind of where do you pull inspiration from? I feel I go to I go into the woods a lot. Every, yeah. No, literally every day. Yeah. Uh, with my dogs and like I have this weird thing where I love being able to look like 360 degrees around me and I don't see one shred of man-made. Like I don't see any concrete. Yeah. I don't want to see a picnic bench. I don't want to see a telephone line. Just nature, and that's yeah. like the coolest thing to me. Um, I don't necessarily think that it inspires me as far as visually because then i would just be painting trees right <laughs> but i uh it, i think it it allows me to think you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i don't take headphones um it's just kind of cool to just yeah you're just out hear there everything yeah. until you're under dfw airport and you're right. uh, yeah. <laughs> a jumble jet flying <laughs> yeah. over you're like oh god here we go <laughs> but um yeah so the way i start painting is kind of just throw something at it yeah you got to have like one little like imagine like um a rock climber on a flat piece of granite, yeah. and there's literally like a microscope, like it's like the width of a toothpick, and he puts like his, solo. Have you seen? Yes. The, yeah. The, okay. Exactly. Yeah. That. I'll never do that. No. Ever. No. Um, but imagine like you know he's holding on his entire body on like the on like the thickness of a dime. Yeah. On his fingernails. Yeah. To me, that's what throwing the first piece of art is. Is like, well, let's just get a grip on this thing. Yeah. And then from there, you can kind of like. Oh, Okay, we'll see yeah. this, and then this, and then this, and then you hate that part, so you erase it with some acetone, yeah. <laughs> and you just keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's no rhyme or reason. Every painting is different. Yeah. So I have a lot of different styles. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll see you like draw like a line or just throw paint at the canvas, and then like, you know, so many stories later, it's like something complete. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, how did you? How did you get there? Dude, I you know? have so many people message me like the first few stories. Like, I don't know why they think that their opinion needs to be heard <laughs> then. They're like, hey, I'm not sure if I like this one. I'm like, you yeah. didn't buy it. I don't care. But, but I don't say that. I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks yeah. for your opinion. <laughs> but and then, or when I'm finished with it, they're like, dude, I hated this piece when you started. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see at all where this is going. But I love it now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> oh man, it's so cool. Um, 
what advice would you give to um, people coming up that people that want to pursue um, painting or artists? Just go for it. Yeah. Stop overthinking it. Yeah. Everybody, not even art. Like ev- I feel like everybody's like everybody just really wants to overthink everything and have everything planned out before yeah. they do it. And well, I'm in this stage of life, and I think I'd like to be in this stage of life before I do that. Right. Just do it. See yeah. what happens. If you, worst thing is you don't like it, and you go to something else. Go to something else. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. wasted a day or two. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just going for it and also show up. Yeah. Show up to places, show up to people's things and don't flake. That's yeah. the biggest thing is so many of my artist friends are flakes and yeah. you can tell because their careers are going nowhere and they'll flake literally the last second. And we all know what's going on. You didn't have to do anything, whatever you said yeah. you did. Maybe you do. But right. there's for the most part. For the most part, people make stuff up the day you know, the yeah. hour before because they don't want to do it. I don't want to do ninety percent of the stuff I commit to. Right. Like I'm always like oh, Maybe I'll say I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of do feel sick. Yeah. You know, I could be doing this instead. And right. then I think, like, my parents taught me that. It's yeah. just, once you say you're going to do something, do, do it. it. Yeah, and um, that's really been it. Uh, yeah. the, really, the the biggest, like, show up and do it sort of thing happened with, uh, or happens with art shows that I do. I get asked to do art shows by clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wouldn't say art shows. It's really their, their charities that they want me to come set up art at and they yeah. all donate a percentage back whatever sells it's a great way to raise money for charity but there's multiple times where I don't sell a piece and, yeah. I've, and I've lugged 19 25 10 pieces into across the Metroplex and right. this, like people are like oh just bring some art that means I have to go pick up a 25 foot box trailer right. um, thank god my dad has a roofing company <laughs> spsroof.com yeah. um, so I use all his equipment yeah. and um and so I have to go grab the thing. It's hot always, even right. if it's cold. You're still yep. getting hot and sweaty. Um, I've smashed so many nails hook, yeah. hooking that trailer up. Um, and then, you know, you have to load all the art, make sure it doesn't get scratched. You have to tie it all down, deliver it. One time I was doing an art, art show in the Lamborghini, Lamborghini dealership of Dallas uh-huh. for a charity. Didn't sell one piece there either. Um, and I got a flat tire on the biggest, on the highest bridge in Dallas, like on the big turnaround. Not turn around, but the big looping bridge, you know? Uh-huh. I think they call it the high five. Um, on the very oh top gosh. of it, yeah. popped the tire. Thank God I had one of my good friends with me. Um, he's in the truck behind me. He's like, just hobbled to the dealership. Because I was only about two miles from it. Yeah. Um, he's like, hobble. So he is amazing. He went and found a spare tire while I was unloading the art, came back and changed the tire for me. And wow. Yeah, I was like, dude, I owe you so much. <laughs> Matt Stanley. He's yeah. Just, oh, my God. And he's building this great lake house, too. He's a creative genius when yeah. it comes to building. But um, the showing up, the just doing it, even though I don't sell anything, right. always leads to other stuff. Right. One of my biggest clients came from a show I didn't sell anything at. Wow. They saw – I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. They didn't see it. They didn't see it. Somebody that they follow on Instagram – was at the event. They didn't buy a piece, but they snapped about it. And this guy lives in Austin. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> this guy lives in Austin. He ends up calling, or he messaged this mutual guy. Yeah. He put it on a story and said, who is that? I want to buy that. And he said, I don't know. His name is Mike Shells. Here's his number, or here's his Instagram. Messaged me on Instagram, bought three pieces, and then his partner in wow. Denver bought two pieces. And out of that, I probably made like 35 grand. Off of wow. a show that I didn't that sell anything sell at, and I was yet. pissed off because yeah. I, I freaking, I, I, that was a big one too. I yeah. brought like 25 pieces to that, and I have to buy the, I only have to buy them once, but I spent like 700 bucks on easels. Right. Um, 
And there's just a lot. Wow. Of work. And you always have to Dang. argue with the security guards. You're just like, no, I'm here to set up, and they just want to make sure that you have the worst day possible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it's yeah. all part of it. I kind of really enjoy, because I don't have a J-O-B, so yeah. when I do have to, like, hustle, I kind of enjoy having yeah. to, like, work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, not just sit that's in the awesome. garage yeah. and paint. Right. So, that's, um, man, that's crazy. That's yeah. good, though. It, yeah. was, it was, I think that's the biggest secret is just, yeah. just showing up. Just, just go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. That's so good. Um, you're on Instagram. Do you have a website? Yeah. MichaelShellis.com. Yep. And then your Instagram is? Michael Shellis Creations. Nice. S-H-E-L-L-I-S. Yeah. Great Instagram. You know, everybody says cellist. I'm like, where's the C-H Seriously? in there? Where, where yeah, that's weird. Ch- Shellis. Whatever. Um, yeah. Well, Michael, thanks for your time. That was fun. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Yep. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home. From the architecture that defines the place where you rest, to the space in between lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds, there was an artist who gave you a priceless gift, a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success, as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.